going live. Your Hangout is now live. Hello, everybody, and welcome to, I think, the seventh edition of the, of the Social Media Addicts podcast. I'm Seth, and this is Jody with Jody Reigns. Most of you may know her from the A2SM podcast. It used to be in the past that we were on together. Um, Barry is currently 30,000 feet in the air, flying back from California. He'll be on maybe next Thursday. Maybe we're going to try to do this more often. Um, but we're in the, I'm happy to welcome Jody to the show. She's our newest co-host. She adds some good looks to our you know gangly crowd here. So we you know we we, we need to be cute and smart. So that's why we have Jody here. So say hi, Jody. Hi, Jody. Oh God. And tell us tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Oh, um, you mean the stuff that's suitable to tell? Um, yeah. Okay. Well, um, I am a former co-host with Seth. We, we used to do a podcast together and have been longing to do something together for many years. We've been friends like for almost forever. Um, I Let's see, what can I tell you that's suitable for prime time? Um, I do... What, what's it, what do you want to know? I, I, She's the I'm, president and CEO of Webmarcom, a social, a social media marketing company in New Jersey. She, right. works, she works for the state of New Jersey. Yes, and um, I also um, spend a lot of time with the dogs because my life is going to the dogs and um, have been doing some training. I have a couple of Belgian Malinois. Um, Malinois. Malinois, yes, one who um, I do search and rescue with and the other who, um, she's a little fashion maven and uh, recently very excited to report that she just won her championship title. Yeah, from time to time, I'm sure I'll be yeah, sharing uh, little tidbits about the the dog world with everyone. But uh, sure we got that going on. Yep. You'll hear them in the background any second now. Well, they're outside. But the Walmart. other the other thing that's cool is um, I also ride a Harley. So for those who enjoy the road on two wheels, um, we'll probably intersperse a little bit of that in the show as we go along. There you go. There you go. So this week, you know, well, Barry's um, galvanizing around the, the U.S. crossing the country. We're going to talk. <coughs> excuse me. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> I'm joking myself here. Um, we're going we're to talk about the Facebook social experiment. I know it's been pretty much exhausted in the news, but we're going to talk about it a little bit. And we're also going to talk about how you can buy stuff from your Facebook feed. Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Is it, is it right for disaster or is it right up your alley? So that's that's coming up right now. So also, please make sure you if you if you like the show. I know we have been kind of sporadic in our in our editions here, but we're hoping to get them more active now that we have Jody, who's a little bit less of a jet setter than Barry, on board. Hey, come on, I'm a jet setter. <laughs> you're, you're more of a motorcycler. Anyhow, okay. well, our idea is to probably get this you know biweekly, if not weekly again like we did with A2SM podcast and Barry will pop on as he can from wherever he is in the world. But um, if you'd like to support us, go over to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com, look up Social Media Addicts podcast and you can pledge as five cents an episode. It helps us get stuff started, helps us get Barry a better, um, Barry a better uh, webcam because if you've watched past episodes, his webcam stinks. Jody always looks good, even if she's pixelated. So, but she oh, has a good camera on her. So, thank you, Jody, for that. 
And you know, yeah, so in the future we can also um, buy Barry some coffee, so he can, you know, be energized and enthusiastic. And he's always energized, and enthusiastic. He's much. He's very enthusiastic and energetic. But yeah, actually, I don't think we want to give him coffee. We make him a little too hyper. <laughs> but anyhow, so let's on on to the show. Um, so Jody, Facebook, uh, around two years ago, 2012. So that was actually two, three, three years ago. Thank you for that. This correct, which is always wrong. No, it's 2014. So that's two. Yes, yeah, so it's two. Two years ago, Facebook let some sociologists muck around with the feed. Um, they showed a, a few hundred thousand people negative or positive articles from their friends, posts from their friends, and they saw what the, they wanted to see what the people who got these these negative or positive posts how they would post, and they saw that. People who got predominantly negative posts post negatively, and vice versa for positive. A lot, <coughs> a lot of people were not very happy with the fact that they were, you know, played around with on Facebook. That Facebook would do this to them and allow this to happen. Um, it wasn't the terms of service, but who reads terms of services? I mean, it is our fault. You know, for I, think I think I think the thing that a lot of people took exception to, if if there there was um, this experiment that ostensibly there was. Was that they were actually changing the newsfeed? They were changing things that, like, they were showing me things that maybe you never said that could have been very negative to try to see if I was going to react to it. So really, they showed, they showed things that were fake. Yes, they. Uh, they, um, they what what they said was that um, the number of positive and negative comments that Facebook users saw on their feeds of and um, the different articles it was artificially altered and. Right. Um, so basically, what they were doing was manipulating um, what the posts were. So that's not good. That 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 that's really bad. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, you've kind of figure, and it's kind of funny, um, and I think it might even be a little bit generational. But it seems like the really younger people just implicitly trust that Facebook is looking out for them, and you know, you see a lot of them posting things that. People who are of an older generation look at it and they say, "Wow, why would you even think about posting that?" You know, and yeah. and um, they're a little bit, you know, the older generation I think is a little bit more privacy oriented. And I, I don't know. I mean, do you think it's a generational difference? Yeah, for the most part. I mean, I think that also a lot of the younger generations aren't on Facebook. They're not on Facebook because that's where the moms and dads are. That's you know. Yeah, I'm, sure, the old I'm sure your daughter's not on Facebook because you're there. Right. Or she's, on, or she's on there. She's not. She's not posting what she's really saying. She's saying that stuff on Snapchat. You know. I mean, let's be honest. You know, it's not as. You know, I know my my younger sister who's 18 going to college. She barely posts on Facebook. She's Instagramming. She's on yeah, Instagram. A lot of kids are Instagramming, and Instagram is a is a. I think it's a great platform. Do you use it a lot, Seth? I use it up time to time. I use the videos a good amount, you know. Now that they're working on my um, on my Motorola X, I can actually go in there and use it. It was a little buggy for, at the beginning, but I use it. I post questions up there. I post you know social media thoughts and stuff, and I take pictures of the kid. And so if you follow me, I'm Philly Codehound on Instagram, so you can follow me and see that kind of stuff. Jody, do you also use that with that much? Do you? What Instagram? I use it practically every day. You do? Oh yeah. I never yeah. see it in my feed. 
Huh. Well, you know what? See, that's another thing because we know that Facebook manipulates the feed. Yeah, that's what so, it is. Yeah, and, and it has to do with that edge rank and, and um, you mm -hmm. see less and less things. I get frustrated because there's some people that I don't even think of following them, like like actually going out and like stalk following them, you know? Oh, that's wonderful. But I am curious to see what my friends are up to, so... Yeah, you know but I mean, I mean, are you talking about Facebook or are you talking about Instagram? No, well, Facebook. Well, in my Instagram pictures show up in, in Facebook. Oh, and then, then I do see your, your Instagram photos. I just don't always... I haven't been on Instagram for a little while just because I, I post on there, but I don't sit on there as much, you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. Ultimately, I can't believe that Facebook would let this happen, and it's it's kind of offensive that they would let us be their guinea pigs. But do we expect anything less, Charity? Well, you know, interestingly enough, okay, there have been other studies that have been done, but not so much where they manipulated the feed, but um, experiments where they felt that you know just being on Facebook actually makes us feel sadder and less satisfied. Um, you know. Part of it is you see all of your friends and they're posting all these wonderful things they're doing or the great relationships they're in, you know, or the vacation they just came back from. And mm -hmm. it, it makes people start thinking about their life and perhaps feeling that they're not living that kind of a life. You have to realize these are just pictures that people select to post. Nobody posts pictures of themselves crying, or typically they don't, <laughs> right? No, they usually don't. But, but I mean, it depends, you know. I mean, if it's if it's if it's relevant, I mean, like, unfortunately, today, did you hear about the um, the Malaysian airliner that was shot down over Ukraine? Oh God, yes, of course. And you know, God, number one, our thoughts and prayers go out to the families and victims that were affected by it. And number and number two, the, the Malaysian airline just can't catch a break. I mean, it's such a sin. But I mean, like, would, would you fly on Malaysia Airlines? No, but it's 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 just a little ironic that it's happened to them twice. Well, you know, who knows what happened to the first one? Maybe maybe it did happen twice. I mean, maybe that's specifically what happened. It's all conjecture. But I think the, the thing that's most tragic about what's going on with um, this particular event is that, um, unfortunately, a lot of very graphic pictures are being published um, through social media. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's a shame because a lot of people, I guess, don't recognize that the pictures are depicting somebody's loved one. It's somebody's husband, somebody's mother, somebody's brother, somebody's, you know, somebody, somebody to somebody. You know what I mean? Look, no, I, get, I totally get it, you know. And, I mean, I know Jim McMillan, who's a Pulitzer Prize winning photojournalist who lives in Philadelphia. Yeah. One of the things he, <coughs> the things he <coughs> excuse me, one of the things he posted was, you know, be aware. He posted on the hashtag saying, Anything below this, you're probably going to see that you know, um, world journalism outlets don't necessarily have the same idea of graphic nature that you know mm -hmm. the avoidance of graphic nature as our country does. And he says, just beware, you're going to see some pretty nasty things. You well, know, so. and and unfortunately, you know, like you're talking about social media, right? So people yeah. post things that they don't really think about. They don't realize the impact of what they're posting and they think maybe they're they're spreading uh, information I don't know what they think they're doing but um, it's just like you know during the elections when people get into these long-winded political debates you know there's certain things that you just don't want to share you know mm -hmm. and, and 
unfortunately, these pictures that are very graphic in nature, um, some people don't have the sense not to, not to share them. Yeah, and I mean, some of them are newsworthy, but I mean, how graphic do you have to get to be newsworthy? You know, I mean... Well, it was like when Princess Diana died, you know, people were publishing pictures ostensibly, you know, of the, of the accident. So, you know, I guess, I guess the lesson is just um, don't, don't be part be of the problem. Is, be aware that what you put up there is, is permanent, you know. Whatever you put online is, whatever you put online is you know, going to stay up there. Even like Facebook, if you delete something from Facebook, it's not deleted. It's, you know, if you think about you know, a hard drive, when you delete something from a hard drive, it's not deleted unless you take a hammer to it. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, um, the, the study being written over. The study that um, was done previous to this most recent one. So, you know, you're saying this is this is news now because you know we just found out that they manipulated the feed. There was a study um, back in um, 2011, right, uh -huh. um, where. What they said was that Facebook might be doing more more harm than good. Um, you know, while we claim that we use the site for social interaction, some social psychologists felt that um, because you're you're viewing people at their best, that you tend to believe what you see with your own eyes. And um, consequently, there was a phrase that was coined called um, Facebook depression. Oh, you know? I'm, sure, I'm sure. Yeah. So. Especially if you're not, especially if you're a lurker, you know, you're not, you're not actually, you know, someone who posts good stuff. You just see what everyone else is doing, you know. I can see it can get you down. This person got married. This person had a baby. This person had a baby. This person has grandkids. This person has daughter got graduated from school, you know, from college or from high school, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah, I think I covered everyone who I knows. <laughs> but you know, here's here's the thing about that too, Seth. You know, you talk about the lurker. Okay, yeah. there are some people. That for whatever reason, just have um, a, a twisted mental state. I, I don't know how else to put it, right? Mm -hmm. um, to that extent, Facebook and some of the other social medias actually give them a platform of picking up information about um, people that they envy. That you, you know. They just um, thrive on trying to harass and and hurt people. The troll. Like, well, you know what I mean. You know what I'm talking about. I totally know. People love the troll, and it's trolling. Really yes. Yes. And I, you know, trolls—they're sadistic. So, and I guess you know, it, it, we hear so much about the NSA, and we hear so much about um, you know psychological value and and you know these experiments. Um, I guess, what, was it in Europe where they implemented the, the new laws where they can actually remove things? Oh, Maybe. don't get me started on that. Don't get, get me started, started on that. Get started on it. Let's, why? What do you think? Good, Oh, bad. my God. The idea of, you know, oh, that person wrote about me, and, and it, it's, it's there. It's on the web. They're not taking it down. They're taking out the search results. So, I mean, just because it's, it's, it's gone, it's still in the newspaper. I mean, people can still go to the newspaper and find it. It's not gone from the internet, you know. And also, it, you know, the whole idea of public record. I mean, if you were bankrupt 17 years ago, like the guy who started this whole thing, he went into, he went into foreclosure. He went into stun. He has, by the way, it's not filed to have his information taken down from the Google. He started this whole thing, and he hasn't even done anything about it. So, mister, I have a bone to pick with you. 
<laughs> the thing is, is that because there's my my issue is there's no there's no there's no on what's it called there's no appeal process there's no people don't know when their stuff's taken down. Google says you know they'll they'll alert publishers saying that your stuff has been taken down, but they won't tell you which one has been taken down. You know they they'll post on the bottom of all all the uh, all the pages on the Google search results in Europe. So this might not be the complete list. There might be stuff taken off of this and off of this list because of, the, of this law. It's, it's a poorly implemented law, and ultimately it, it's just going to hurt people more than it's going to help people. I mean, it's, it's going to hurt the, the essence of knowledge. What do you think, Jerry? I think that um, it's an unfortunate state of affairs when people are allowed to post... Or, I mean, it's not a matter of being allowed, but people elect to post derogatory information that's patently false um, about other people, and there's really, um, there, you know, it causes emotional damage, psychological damage, um, and the person who is the victim, and I say that because the person, you know, the, the stuff that's being posted obviously is false, that they have to struggle through things that are misrepresentations and you would say well you know what go ahead file a civil claim go ahead and um, you know file defamation but the, the d dilemma with that is if um, someone is has no assets how, what are you going to get out of filing defamation exactly you know, I, I mean I totally understand and I think it's more like it, I get if it's patently false what if it's true like this guy, this guy in Spain actually went through a foreclosure, and well, it's proven. I mean, it's it's public record. They're taking on public record stuff, not public. not slander. Well, that that's. I mean, there's two different things. There's patently false stuff, which you can before this. Even in the U.S., you can petition Google to take it down. Right. I don't, don't quote but, me on that. But, but I think how you can, should it be? How should it be completely different than like if somebody has a record that they can expunge the record, right? If they can expunge the record legally, let's say they're juveniles and they're in the paper, but the thing about juveniles, you can't report on, on juveniles anyhow. I'm a former journalist. If a juvenile does something, he says you have to say juvenile, 18-year-old juvenile was you know, detained for this, you know, emergency for this crime. You can't report on juvenile names unless, you know, even deaths. It's it's hard to say, you know, this person, these people were, you know, killed, you know, unless you get written consent. Or you get approval from the authorities. Now I could be wrong on that, but that's the way I used to cover it. Was well, that? You know, you know what the sad thing is, Seth, is that um, you talk about juveniles and that they should be protected. It's unfortunate because some people who are of the age of majority or older are act like juveniles. Oh, I know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I mean, if they're going to act like a troll, I don't know. But anyway, do you did you hear about this um, Facebook testing a buy button? Yeah, that, that seems pretty neat. I mean, it also looks you know, right for disaster. I mean, can you imagine these kids wrecking up their, their parents' um, credit card bill on Facebook saying, oh, I want that, I want that, I want that, I want that, I want that. I mean, there's a lawsuit against Apple about this recently, you know, saying you made it too easy for our kids to run up our bills. We're suing you. So I, I don't know how, how well it's going to you know, be received. I think it's a neat concept. But you, you, you buy stuff from Amazon from Twitter now, too, which is interesting. I mean, well, you, you know, I kind of like, I kind of like the um, 
availability, like if you see that your friend has a birthday, I mean, it kind of does make it convenient that you don't even have to leave Facebook. Well, that's what they want. They yeah, want I know. Be, they want to be the new AOL, you know, with the AOLs in the 90s. That was at the portal. They yeah. Facebook, Facebook to be the portal, new portal. Like, you don't leave, the Internet is Facebook. I mean, there are plenty of people that I say, hey, you have a website. You know, I can help you out with a the website. There. No, our website, we have, our, we have a Facebook page. And, you know, this, that's, that really, not a website. that's really a foolish um, stance to take because we all know that, you know, if you turn around tomorrow, Facebook is going to do something completely different. I remember we were building out pages for, for companies, and then they, in, a, in one day, fell swoop, they were all gone, and it was a different platform we had to do. So, mm -hmm. you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, and, and you know what else, the, the whole idea of hiding um, some of the posts, you know, unless you promote it. You're, it's not like it was before they started this edge rank, and I just I don't know. I mean I don't see that as being a viable um, mm -hmm. marketing strategy. It, it's an adjunct to a marketing strategy or an enhancement to a marketing strategy. But I think that if any company is relying on Facebook to be their website, mm -hmm. they're in trouble. Yeah, I mean a supplement <coughs> to their website is fine, you know. But your website is not Facebook. I hate to break it to you. They yeah, I know. Right? In that spot in the on the web. Well, you know, here's here's a funny thing, Seth. Ironically, you would think they they added the <laughs> buy button, right? And you think, oh, how cool is this? Because now you got mobile and you got the interconnection with events, and you can buy things through Facebook. Guess what happened to Facebook shares today? What's that? Guess what happened to Facebook shares? <laughs> Let me tell you. Yeah, tell me. Okay, they fell. <laughs> they fell I like, like this. Okay. Like a buck and a quarter. Yeah. So I mean, I, I I don't know what to think about this. I mean, it's a neat concept. I'd like to see it in action. While I try it, maybe I'll buy something from Facebook once. But I mean, honestly, they're going up against Amazon and Amazon Prime. It's just as easy to say, oh, I like that on Facebook, and go over to Amazon Prime and have it the next day. So, did you hear about this um, Facebook Mentions app? Enlighten me. What's that? Enlighten me. Okay, well, okay, they released a new iPhone app, right? And Always called, with iPhone, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, excuse me, but but anyway, this is reported by um, PC uh, Magazine. So anyway, they they come up with this app, and it, they call it Mentions, and this app is catered specifically for verified public figures, actors, athletes, musicians, government oh, officials. God. And it lets those people, these celebrities, um, more easily manage their Facebook presence and engage with fans on the social network. So, Ooh. yeah, so it's not for you or for me, so we're not famous enough or popular enough to use this app, but uh, apparently it's only for the celebrities. Yeah, it's, it's like that Android phone that's like $10,000 because it's made in like titanium or platinum or whatever the heck it is. And right? the, whole, the whole thing that's nice about it is that it's expensive. Yeah, well, you can, if you're the admin of a verified page, you can request it, but oh, you it's not likely it. that, that you're going to get it. Oh, that's ridiculous. I know, but that's what they're doing. So... 
Um, and then um, there was another uh, interesting thing that happened with Facebook. They apparently um, paid the salary for the local police department. In, in Highland Park? With, yeah, Menlo Park. Menlo Park, sorry, yeah. They paid for the whole, the whole police department? No, they are funding the salary of a Mary Ferguson, who's an eight-year veteran of the Menlo Park Police uh, Force. Um, <laughs> they're putting up $194,000 for her pay and related costs for the next three years. Why and, are they doing uh, this? They're doing this because she's going to focus on at-risk youth in the area, and she's going to help businesses plan for emergencies. Oh, so it's like almost like a grant. Kinda, yeah, yeah. So that's cool. Yeah, um, apparently the neighborhood where they moved um, has a higher crime rate than other parts of the city. So where and, moved? what's that? Where Facebook moved? Yep. Yes, and um, so now you know. I guess they're trying to help. Um, you know, for them that's a drop in the bucket. Two hundred thousand dollars. They should buy the whole force, right? But um, yeah. They're just paying for the uh, this Mary Ferguson. I don't know how she got so lucky, you know. Probably, probably putting an application for it, you know. It's neat. This is turning to the Facebook episode. <laughs> well, what did you want to talk about? Instagram. Wait, what's this? What did you want to talk about? No, I, I think this is a good. This is a good first show with Jody. I think we can wrap it up. And yeah, maybe next week we'll have maybe we'll have one next Thursday or something like that with Barry and Jody, and we can go from there. So Jody, welcome aboard. Thank you, Seth. I'm Where glad can to be find here. you online? <laughs> oh, you can find me. Um, find me on Twitter as SunSwept S U N S W E P T, um, and pretty much everywhere else you can find me as Jody Rains J O D Y R A I N E S. Or you can find me at my website, which is webmarcom.net. Very cool. And, of course, I'm Seth Goldstein on Twitter, Facebook, Seth M. Goldstein, LinkedIn, I'm Goldstein Media, Google Plus, I'm plus Seth Goldstein, and Instagram, I'm Philly Codehound. So one of those, you can usually find me somewhere else. Reddit, I'm Philly Codehound as well. So look me and up. Check out the website. Check out the website, socialmediaaddicts.com. SocialMediaAddictsPodcast.com, sorry. I always I own both, but I only host one of them up so far. So check it out. This will be out probably in a day for those who have not watched. And thanks for watching, everybody. We'll see you next time. Stop by, say hi, and let's, let's connect. There you go. <laughs>